Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Our special guest this hour, Jeffrey Jowett. We'll take calls with Jeffrey next hour as well. As we talk about the law of karma, if you don't practice the law of karma, Jeff, what happens to you? Well, the Buddha says that the whole purpose of why we have karma is based on uh, ignorance and, and craving. And so ignorance is just not paying attention, not being aware or conscious of universal laws. And therefore, you're, you're subjected to um, harsher, uh, more challenging life conditions. And so the, the ignorance arises from the fact that we're just not aware of what we're doing and it's kind of like being on a merry-go-round, going up and down and around and around. Um, so it's really important to have a sense of awareness, so that um, you, you have you have to understand you control the circumstances of your life, and by consciously paying attention to um, your your karma, you become more enlightened, and you you help build and build yourself up and heal yourself and it helps in your, your spiritual development. You know, we, we have this free will, and, and our will gives us the ability so that we can progress. Um, some people choose not to progress, though, and uh, it, it's, it's okay. There's no judgment of it. It's just they'll, they'll have to experience more and more karma until they decide that they want to move through that karma and, and, and forward. All right, now we've talked about karma before, but how was it tied into reincarnation? So reincarnation is really important because reincarnation allows an individual to experience life from many different perspectives, different cultures, different time periods, different situations, so that they can actually work through their karma. And what, what it, a, a soul does is when it has a, a life experience, it, it comes down in... in borrows a, a physical body, it's a costume basically, and that costume is associated with the specific karma that that, that uh, soul has, choose to, has chosen to work through. And then it creates more karma, and then when it leaves, we see it as death, it leaves the physical body, it, it takes it back to the spiritual realm and it evaluates uh, the, the choices and decisions and so forth. But then that creates more karma that that will uh, determine a whole new costume or body to wear for that, that soul. So reincarnation, again, allows that, us to have many perspectives uh, at, at, of, of consciousness and awareness because we get to come as male and female, rich and poor, um, powerful and weak. Um, it, it, it just, it, it, it's beautiful because it does give us uh, so many uh, abilities to... to experience things. You know, as a spirit or a soul, as, as a medium, I, I, I'll ask spirit, you know, why, why, do you, why don't you just stay in the spiritual realm? Why do you come down here? And they say because they can observe 
people's life experience and the karma they're creating. But to actually come down and experience it is really, really powerful because it, it's, a, it's a knowingness that, that you have. And the earth plane is an emotional plane, and we're brave to come here and, and experience this, but it's, just, it's all part of the progression, evolution, and enlightenment of the soul. How do people tap into their karma? Can they? Yeah, there's lots of ways. Um, there's Edgar Casey wrote a lot about oh he sure did yeah. and there's quite a few books um, about his work, but there's some well-known uh, hip- hypnotists that that will help people attune with it, um, but. You, it could be a self-taught process, or you can go to someone who will actually um, do a past life regression for you, or they'll put you under through hypnosis and, and take you back to a, a specific time period. Explain that. Yeah, so essentially the essence of who we are is we're a soul. Our soul has had many, many lifetimes, and it it's kind of the mothership of all the the lifetimes that have existed. Your soul, um, I'm sorry, a spirit is a little droplet of your soul that comes down and has a, a, a life experience. And then when it has that experience, it, it reunites back with the soul. And after hundreds of these lifetimes, um, the soul gains great insight um, of the essence of who it is and, and how it's connected to source, creator, God. And so what an individual has access to is through their higher consciousness, which is your intuition, you have access to your, your soul. And, and your soul um, holds all the records of all your past lives, and people refer to that as the, the Akashic records. The Akashic records are the records of the soul. One of the services I provide is I actually go for individuals and get the information and bring it back mm-hmm. and create a report. Um, but, but people can train themselves. It, it, it's a meditative process. And, again, there's plenty of, plenty of books out. But, you know, there, there are masters that do it, too, like Brian Weiss. Uh, Dolores Cannon, uh, she's in spirit now, but um, yes, she is. but she's still doing it from above, huh? Absolutely, <laughs> and she's engaged a lot of uh, workers around her whole philosophy. There's people that are certified through that, but but it's a it's a beautiful thing to understand. The, what I have found doing, I call them soul progression readings myself because I like people to understand why is your soul here? What is it working through? What karma did you carry here with you? So that they can understand that the, the relationships, the careers, the, 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 the situations they have in this lifetime, how it can help them understand that. And again, I look at their karmic patterns using Carl Jung and Rudolf Steiner's archetypical patterns, and, and it helps them then evaluate their life and say, wow, this is why... I have this relationship with mom and dad, or this is why I've chosen to date this type of individual. Because, again, relationships are really important understanding your karma, too, because they're another feedback mechanism. Because what you perceive in others is is really what you're feeling within yourself. And, and, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up, Jeff. When, when someone goes back to look at their records, the, the one thing that I have found to be pretty consistent from everyone I've read and, and the work that I've done is that it's, you're given a limited bit of information because they really want you to focus on this lifetime. But when you set the intention of wanting to understand why you're here and what, what karma you're working through, they'll give you snapshots of some past lives where there's pretty significant karma created and those past lives would, would have been the foundation of a soul making an agreement with itself and saying, okay, I'm going to incarnate this time, and I'm going to work through the karma from the, these situations. Um, and, you know, an example I can give you, because it's common, the heart chakra. A lot of people working on heart chakra in this lifetime, and the heart chakra is all about loving kindness. It's about forgiveness. It's about um, uh, sincerity and, and love. The lower archetype associated with the heart is the actor or the actress. The actor or actress associates love with pain and suffering, uh, with shame, with a sense of I can't be myself, therefore I, I have to act, I have to wear a mask, I can't be myself. There's a vulnerability. And when I, if I look at someone's past lives relative to that, we'll see relationships where Again, they had a mask. You know, it wasn't too long ago that our parents were choosing who we married or a lot of marriages were based on social status or political advancement. And so there's a lot of karma that has been carried uh, from the past historical periods that people are working through here now. And so that individual would want to work more toward the lover. And I think of a puppy dog, unconditional love, no expectation, just loves for the purpose of loving, loves to be in service, loves to help people understand how to love themselves. It, it's, it gives them an opportunity when they understand what archetypical pattern they're working through, they can attract relationships again, and and they can work, do their work. Instead of being blind uh, going through life, uh, I I really think a a past life regression or a soul progression helps an individual understand, well, this is what I'm studying, and this is where I should put my attention, you know, if I so choose to advance myself. Can you have bad karma? Is there such things as good karma, bad karma? So, and that's a great question because uh, there's a lot of different perspectives about that. I, I, I think karma is actually known as the law of love, and it so lovingly and kindly shows you exactly you know, what you're putting out comes back to you. And um, there's no judgment from the standpoint of the soul of things being bad or good. It just is. And having the experience, whether it's the lower vibration of and, and going to the example of the heart again, of being the, the actress and having that vulnerability and so forth is important in the evolution of the soul versus being in that loving, kind, compassionate place. So I like to look at it as really there's different vibrational frequencies uh, that we can do. Our natural tendency is to try to be toward the higher vibration, but the heavier, lower vibration is associated more with like fear, worry, anxiety, apathy, and so forth. And so some people would label that bad karma, and some would call it good karma. But there's a whole question of morality when it comes to karma, too, because it really helps us define, are are we doing the right thing, and and are we doing it with the intention of... uh, Going back to our, you know, the very first part of our discussion, the, the natural laws, are, are, are we doing 
things to promote and perpetuate that not only in ourselves but in our society and in our world and our planet and uh so some people can look at it and say hey that's good or bad i just like to think of it more as it it just is it's it's isness and there's choices and there's some that are more comfortable and there's some that are uh make us more anxious and crazy and and uh fearful but there's there's no question jeff though that you know if you're a good person and you do good deeds most of the time and i say most of the time good things are going to happen to you and if you're a bad person and you do bad deeds bad things are going to happen to you most of the time now sometimes that that changes because you know i know good people who have had rotten luck about certain things why does that happen yeah so that again an, another great question so um there there's different classifications of karma but karma is the accumulation of all the tendencies that have been brought forth from from all your past lives so even if someone comes into this life with with really good intentions and they're 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 sharing love and joy and happiness and peace, they can carry what's called ripe seed karma um, or in, in, in another type of classification they call it is reproductive karma. It's karma that you, co- you come with. And no matter what you do in this lifetime, it's part of who you are. And you've agreed to come to try to work through that. Another way to look at that, George, is that Sometimes our life experience isn't about us. We're helping someone else with their karma. So things could happen to us to help another individual. Like, you know, you could be driving home from work and a drunk driver hits you. Mm -hmm. And it's, you were doing the right thing, but you're playing a part in helping them on some level uh, come to terms with their karma for their action of Well, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. So, so they'll go out and do it again or something like that. Absolutely. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.